Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. I know it's popular. I know they tell you to say and think this way on your job. I recognize some of these things have been uh, uh, inculcated into law. But do not. Anybody with me today? Be conformed to this world. But here's the option. Be transformed by the renewing, the renovating, and the changing of your mind. The Holy Spirit is telling us you will never rise above the level of your thinking. Okay, he says, say it again. The Holy Spirit is saying you will never rise above the level of your thinking. And my hope today is you think about some things. James 1 and 21, he says this. He says, receive with meekness, meaning your attitude toward the scriptures matter. You get out based on what you put in. If you don't have meekness, the opposite of this is you won't receive. If you don't make Scripture your final authority and you just come to church. I mean, you, you may have a Bible on, on, on your table somewhere, and you may even have it on, you know, your phone and, and all that. But if you don't make it the final authority. If you don't humble yourself before the Word. See, I don't just read the Bible. The Bible reads me. Receive with meekness... The implanted word, which is able, which is what able, which is what able, which is what able. This is why every Sunday, this is not about personality. It's about a word that's able, that's able to change you from the inside out. A word that's able to heal your body. A word that's able to change your mind, change your orientation, change your financial status, change your situation. Receive with meekness your attitude toward this word is your problem. Well, if he preaches it right, maybe I'll get it. No, no, no. Your attitude toward this word. Whether I preach it right or wrong, if it's the word, it's the word. The planet was created. Everything in your body was made by the word of God. Everything about you was created by this word. It is the parent force of the universe. In the beginning, God. No explanation about where he came from, just in the beginning, God. Darkness on the face of the deep, in the beginning, God. And he didn't do no hocus pocus or none of that. He didn't cast a spell. Bible said, and God said, 
And God said, and God said, and God said, everything we have is because God said. And if you want to win in life, find out what God said. Give God a hallelujah. Come on, act like you're alive in this room. Act like you're alive in this room. Act like you're people who've heard from the living God. Hallelujah. He said, receive with me. Your attitude to what I'm saying matters. Receive with meekness. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he might exalt you in due time. Receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save. That word in Greek is sozo. S-O-Z-O, but pronounced like there's a D in it, sozo. Which means to heal, preserve, deliver, and keep safe. A word which is able to heal, to deliver, to preserve, and keep safe. Do you hear what I'm saying today? This word will deliver, it will heal, it will keep you safe. Every week I'm here planning this word until it finally begins to take root in you. But when it does, watch this, which is able to save, to heal, preserve, keep safe, and deliver. The word of God is the most important thing in your life. Not the size of a church, the comfort of a chair, or the personality of the preacher. The word of God. She said, we, man doesn't live by bread alone. But by every word. Here's the deal. When we're in trouble, we Google it. We get a word from everybody else. But how about finding your knees and saying, God, what do you have to say about the matter? God, you are still God. Your word still prevails. You are still the superintendent of the universe. You are still the king. And, and when you speak, so let it be done, God. God, just give me your word. Just give me your word. Just give me your word, God. And I'll, I'll step into it. I'll do it, God. I'll trust you. Receive with meekness the engrafted word that's able. I know it for myself. Able to save your souls. Now this salvation is not just for the next life. But this one too, because I got a soul right now. I can't tell you how many times I wanted to make a bad decision. But, 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 but God just, just, just brought a scripture to mind. And it checked me and saved me from disaster. 
When I look back over my life, all the times I didn't listen to the word, dear God, how I live to regret it. His word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Not just words in a book, but words that guide in life. Back to Romans 2, 12 and 2. And do not, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Don't fall for the okey-doke. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Do not be conformed to this world, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Where does the change need to take place? Right there. Why? That you may prove, meaning this is not a theory. This is, this is not an imaginary thing, but something you can actually prove out in life. My family's living proof that God can. God wants your family to be living proof that God can, that he's able that you may what? Prove. Now, I appreciate what Paul did. I appreciate what Martin Luther did. I appreciate what, what Frederick Douglass did. I appreciate what, what great people in history have done. But God wants to prove some things in this generation through you and me. So when things don't go as planned, hang on. To God's word. When things don't go as expected, hang on to God's word. When you feel like you're going to lose it, hang on to God's word. When you've been single longer than you want to, hang on to God's word. When people don't like you, when people talk, about you. When people understand or misunderstand you, hang on to the word. You see, they'll change. God's word to you will remain. Y'all don't hear me yet. People used to make fun of all the time the way I preached. You just get up there and talk to people. What's wrong with you? You ain't never going to have a church. Okay, I'm going to say something out loud I'm not supposed to say. I, I used to hear stuff like, black people don't want no word, just make them happy. First of all, I just come for people. If you, whatever you is, is what you is. What did I do? Keep talking. Line upon line. Little upon little. And I just stayed at God's word. Now my critics like, what did he do to get to where he is? Line upon line. Just stay at it. And do not be conformed to this world, which is one day one way, like I've been saying, another day the next. But be transformed by the what? Renewing. This building we're in, 
was an old, dilapidated, mildewed warehouse. Um, in the alley behind us, uh, there was frequently cop cars, there, were, there was prostitution, drug sales, and you didn't come to this property at night. But then a people full of Jesus with a vision. <laughs> Begin to sacrifice. Begin to sow seeds. And turn this old ugly warehouse into a lighthouse. God can take the most dilapidated, the most sin-scarred soul <laughs> and turn it into the most state-of-the-art, hear what I'm saying? Right out D outside D.C. trail blazing congregation you ever imagined. But it starts on the inside and the problem with fake Christians, I'm talking about fake Christians, they start on the outside. Everything's about what you look like, seem like, and what people say. But when it's real, it starts on the inside. You hear what I'm saying? And then before long, you can't hide it. It's not that you're trying to show up. You just can't hide it. Hide the goodness of God in my life. It's like a woman that gets pregnant. You can only hide it for so long. And I've tried to hide the goodness of God, but it keeps leaking out all over me. I'm not trying to make a spectacle, but, but it, his favor surrounds me like a shield. Wherever I go, he's with me, and he keeps me and preserves me and protects me. He gives me wisdom beyond my years. I don't understand it. I don't deserve it. But dear God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. I try to play it down. I try to pretend it's not so, but it just keeps leaking out. I can't hide it. I can't hide it. He's a good God. Y'all sit down, sit down. We'll be out of here in just a second. Shoot, I need one. Of, wait a minute. There we go. There we go. All right. Y'all get me all hot up here. Thank you, Lord. That you may prove. Paul didn't say that I may prove. That you may prove. God wants you to prove something. Appreciate my testimony. God wants you to prove. People look at your life saying, unmistakably, that's that had to be God, because I know them. I know them. That must be God that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you want to find God's will for your life, just adjust your attitude toward God's word. Make it the final thought. Here's the deal. Everyone in this room is going to hear the same message, but everyone has a different attitude. But if you have the right attitude, receive what meekness, that engrafted word, is able to save. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect 
will of God. But here's a tip. And for some religious folks, this bothers them. When people come through those doors, I give them space. They may come out of a whole lot of different stuff. My major goal is not to change their behavior, but to change their thinking. If you just heard what I said. When you change the thinking, you don't have to think about the behavior. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Your child's problem is not their behavior, it's their thinking. And if you begin to seek God, like, what can I say to enlighten that child so they can see? Christianity is not from the outside in, it's from the inside out. Okay, I'm trying to stop. Okay, I'm going to embarrass my, my sons. My, my other son, by the way, you don't see him. He's up in the room working. Um, but people criticized how I, I raised my children. I was supposed to make them little bishops. I can barely be bishop. How is a 15 and 16-year-old going to be the bishop of Dumfries, Virginia. They're my children. And they had to grow. I didn't put Christianity on them. I put it in them. And over time it developed. And guess what? They're in church today. Criticize all you want. They're in church today. Y'all pulling stuff out of me. They're not perfect. Done some things. Frankly, you did some things. I've done some things. But they lift their hands to God, they are. And it's real, it is. It's real. Come on, sit down. But, but here, here, here's. <laughs> Y'all making me sweat and all the rest. But here it is. Here's the tip. The, 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 the secret to, 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 uh, of change is not to focus all your energy on fighting the old, but allowing God to build anew. And you know, this old mildewed, messed up building, all we kept was the structure. We're not fighting the mildew that was in the walls. I mean, every week we'd be spraying, we'd be, it'd be a whole remediation thing constantly. Some things you just need to let go of, knock down. What was unstable, old, and moldy, we just removed so God could build new. And today, I don't want anyone to get religion today. I want you to get Jesus. Jesus wants to change you from the inside out. He wants to transform your thinking and your mind. And if you, the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword, the word of God is powerful. And when the Holy Spirit illuminates it in your mind, it becomes a thing. Why did you come out today? 
Because God illuminated his word in someone's heart. Why are you in this building? Because God illuminated a vision in the hearts of a people. And when you can get people to think in one accord, when you get people to line up with God, instead of culture which is perishing, but line up with God, that person is always going to win. That person will be the last one standing. Right now, with every head bowed, every eye closed as we finish today. Some of you come because you say, well, I I like the way he talks. That's okay. I don't want to turn you off with the way I talk. But if that's the, the Bible says, what measure you meet shall be measured back unto you. If that's the measure you're using, you're still missing it. It's when you say, you know what, I'm going to come because I'm going to learn God's Word. I'm going to come because that guy keeps speaking God's Word and eventually I know it's going to come alive in me. I'm going to come because there's a, a community of people that, 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 that submit to God's Word, love God's Word. They're growing, they got problems and issues, but God's Word is center and central. I want to shift you from just being a religious person into the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom, Jesus told a parable, and I don't want to start preaching again, but he's talking about all the different soils. The only constant in all those soils was God's word. And if you want to be part of God's kingdom, you got to get under the reign and the rule of God's word. Not just the clap of the hand and the stomp of the foot, but under the reign and rule of God's word. And listen, you're not going to get it all at first. It won't make sense to you all at first, but, but be faithful with the little he does give you, the little bit you do get. Work it, and God will give you more and more. He who has shall be given more, the Bible says, but he who has not, even that which he has will be taken from him. Right now, in a moment, I'm going to give an altar call for you to give your life to Jesus, but before that, I want the people in this room, I want all of you live streaming to give your life to the Word. Say, Father, I surrender to your Word. Inspiration, what you, God, you don't change. What you inspired in Peter, Paul, James, and John, you still have the same message today. You do not change. We've changed, but you don't change. So right now, I adjust my attitude. I change. I receive with meekness. Lord, I'm ready to change. Help me take your word seriously. Help me think based on what your word says to me, not just based on what people say to me. Father, right now, I surrender to your word. The Bible says God and his word are one. They're one. You can't love one without loving the other. So right now in your heart, just say it. Say, Lord, I surrender to your word. I surrender to your word. I surrender to your word. Lord, I want to think like you. I want to act like you. I want to be like you in every single... I surrender to your word. I surrender. Not to a preacher's talent. I surrender to your word. Not to, the again, the, the, the comfort of a building. I surrender to your word. Father, I, I, I don't surrender just to my, my parents' religion. Lord, I surrender to your word. 
Just like your mercies are new every morning, may your word become fresh and alive in me. God has no grandchildren. And in this moment, he wants his word to become alive. Now, listen, if you're praying this prayer with me, God's about to hear you. And you're going to remember this moment because God's word is going to start to come alive. And you're going to find yourself able when you used to not be able. You're going to find yourself with power when you used to be impotent. All because of you yielding to God's word. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.